Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is TeacherCast podcast episode number 217. Thank you guys for being here with me today. Today, we're going to be talking all about equity in the classroom, a little bit about race relations and what's been going on in the country recently. And we're going to be talking to two amazing guests about some of the work that they're doing both in and out of the educational environment. I am so excited that you guys are here today. Thank you again for making TeacherCast part of your professional development. I hope you're having a great week. We just relaunched our brand new uh, show all about marketing and branding. Check out our brand new Jeff Bradbury show right over on Build Your EDU brand today. And of course, if you're a tech coach out there looking for the best in professional learning and how to bring PD to you guys and your school districts this year, you can check everything out over on Ask the Tech Coach. We drop a new show every single Monday morning. Our last episode was all about building virtual boot camps. I know your school district is going into a really rocky time this summer. So is mine. If you're looking at how to do virtual boot camps, virtual PD, you got to check that episode out over at askthetechcoach.com. I want to bring on my first guest today. He is an amazing podcaster, been podcasting as probably longer than I have, and he is certainly a staple in my iTunes list. I want to bring on Mr. Larry Jacobs. Larry, how are you today? Welcome uh- to the show. Jeff, thank you so much. I am here. Quite the introduction, I might add, and I really appreciate that. And I have been doing Education Talk Radio since uh, 2011. How long have you been doing TeacherCast? We've been doing TeacherCast since uh, July 2011. It's about the same time. It's the same thing. There you go. And there's been so much stuff going on since then. i got to ask you here the first question. Have you seen as the big difference between educational public radio podcasting, whatever we want to call this, 2011 to 2020? Well, it's really just the issues that have changed. Okay, the podcasting kind of remains the same, but the issues have have changed greatly over over the course of time. And um, I I find that, and this is why we do what we do, Maya and I, okay, it, it, it has changed to an equity and access positioning, okay? That, uh, that we're trying to cover out there because that's what it's really all about is reflected in the times we live in, I might add. It's really, we've had enough of this and uh, it, now we got to get it together. It's enough. My standing joke is that we kicked the can down the road long enough and we found out there was a cliff at the end of the road and we all well, fell off together. About well, March 10th. I wanted to talk about the can and the cliff today. Let's bring on our second guest for today, Miss Maya Appleby. Maya, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm great, thanks. I'm really happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Maya. You and Larry are working side by side to do some pretty amazing things, aren't you? I hope so. Yeah, um, yeah we're <laughs> we've been um, working together for a couple of years. Um, we started with a journal that became super popular very quickly, um, and realized that a lot of the the writers and the the advertisers. Um, kind of had a need to network with each other. Um, Am I muted right now? Nope, you're all good. 
Okay. I can hear you. And, and so today, again, we're going to be talking all about equity in education. That can mean so many things, but but Larry, it has a, a, a bigger, broader definition right now. So many of us are ending our school years. Uh, I, I lost you, Jeff. Clearly, we're completely different than where we were as testing. I lost I'm you. Not, uh, I'm sorry. I can see you, but I lost your question. I'm sorry. I couldn't Ta hear you. Testing? I can hear. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Okay. Now I can hear you. Yes. We're good. We are. At least <laughs> I am. Maya, are you good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder, I wonder if I do this, Larry, can you hear me? I can. Okay. I didn't know if it was because we were changing things around. That shouldn't have affected. Anyway, uh, let's jump back a couple seconds and we'll kind of go from there. Do you want me to answer? I will answer. No, no, we're all good. We're all good. Um, let's see. So again, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Larry, tell us a little bit about the work you guys are doing at the American Consortium of Equity and Education. No, well, I'm happy to do that. We started that, and that, by the way, is an acronym of our website, if I may, ace-ed.org, okay, A-C-E-E-D, American Consortium for Equity and Education, and that is an outgrowth of what we see as a need for more teacher voice, more student voice, and more industry voice, okay, in the, the, the run for equity. All right. It's that simple. And we want people, we created the consortium to create a place for people to meet and get together and say what they want to say about equity. And we learned this because about two and a half, three years ago now, we started our magazine, which is an online journal, which was called ACE, Accessibility, Compliance, and Equity. And that title is now ACE Presents Equity and Access Pre K 12. That's our online journal, which is at the, uh, at the consortium website, again, ace-ed.org. All right. But that comes out every other month. But we constantly are updating the website itself on what's going on with social media, the voices of educators, the voice of the industry, which I can talk about for a few minutes. And also, we hope, student voice as well. Because, and Jeff, you know this, and we, you and I saw each other at the FETC conference I, I, I know and you know a lot of the um, industry folks in there. They've been in the education business a long time. And the and I'm trying to get the a point across for the industry because I think it's important to do so. There's a lot more to the industry than just sales. And that's where people see the industry. They come to their school. All right. Like for a good discovery, pick any anyone you want. OK, they come to your school and they try to sell you a product. But what goes into that product is an incredible thought process on the knowledge of education. All right. And I want the industry to have an opportunity beyond advertising to talk about what they're doing to make the, the, the world of education that much better. Again, we're talking about pre-K-12. All right. So we take those three things together. We put our consortium together and anybody's welcome to join. And it's free. And Maya actually is the executive director of that. Maya, talk to us a little bit about some of the work that you're doing with schools and school districts. Um, we've, with the consortium, we're kind of giving um, a voice to teachers as much as possible and hoping to get more articles from teachers. It's been a lot of um, association and industry people so far. So um, that one push there. Um, and 
I guess with districts, we're highlighting a couple of them in the in the current issue. There's um, one that we recently worked with was um, a 23 district um, hmm. group in Kentucky, KBEC, who their big push is digital equity right now. Um, and we're kind of um, highlighting the work that they're doing to try to get everyone online there. Um, we have an article by them and another one um, in Connecticut. And every issue we have a, at least one article about a district yeah. and what yeah. they're doing. So when and, and I have to at, uh, go ahead, Jeff, I'm sorry. I mean, when, when we're looking at this topics of equity and stuff, you know, we obviously as school districts want to make sure that we're providing the best education for all students, all grades, all kinds, all sorts. I know you have an opportunity, Larry, to reach out and talk to school districts, both as a member of the consortium and also on your podcast. Do you right. have any stories, um, you know, maybe somebody that you recently talked to about how other school districts are really making sure that they put their best foot forward next year and really start the school year off? You know, maybe in a different tone, different light, but really addressing the issues of what's happening this, you know, really this week. So yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Jeff, what what was 10 weeks ago, OK, is very different today. All right. And if you had asked me 10 weeks ago, <clears throat> it would have been a totally different answer. All right. But considering the pandemic and the closing of schools, and when they suddenly found out that all their kids, I could tell you horror stories just as you could about all the kids not having access. OK, that's a and then on top of that, you have the social justice questions coming up that came came to the forefront with the uh, the murder of, of, of Mr. Floyd. All right. And uh, what's been going on since then. So the school districts are, 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 are in a chaos mode right now and they're trying their best. And I, I honor every teacher and every superintendent for what they've done over the last, you know, 10 weeks, all of a sudden handed, okay, oh, now you have to teach something that you've never been taught to do, okay, teach remotely, et cetera, and to, to, to do the job they did is incredible. But now they have to figure out and prepare for that eventuality and make sure that every child is able to get an education. Every child must have access to an education. And on top of that, now to make social justice OK, a part of that. So one side is educational justice. Now we have to bring uh, edu uh, social justice into, into the forefront. OK, and not only for the children of color, but also for the white kids. OK, who have to understand. And I hope they are learning from all this, what people have gone through. OK, and, and how people, if I may see what's been happening the last few weeks and they look at it through different eyes and the school districts have to somehow bring this all together. That's what's going on right now. And I'm telling you, the superintendents that I talk to, bless their hearts, they're doing the best they can, but they are in chaos mode because they're going to. And you mentioned it before, you know, this is a professional development podcast. Well, where do you begin the professional development to make all this come together in a 10 week period now till school starts again? All right. Both the equity side and the access side and make that work. And it's it, it's a brutal time to be a administrator in education. I salute them and I, I just wish them the best. That's what we're trying to do is give them the insights of other districts, other teachers, et cetera, through our magazine, through our website to at least give them something, a, a place to start the race. Let's put it that way.
you know, you, you mentioned, you know, what are we going to be doing over the next 10 weeks? And I actually yeah. just had this conversation on our previous podcast, episode number 216, um, where we were talking all about the future of education with, a, uh, with, with an amazing guy. Um, my only answer is twofold. Number one, I don't know. Yeah. I am looking forward to the beginning. I am looking forward to getting things together. I'm trying to plan a, a hybrid system. But at the same time, I'm trying to help meet the needs of, of the current uh, social, economic, everything mm -hmm. by having podcasts just like this. So I'm ready for these conversations. So I know what the hot topics are. So I know how to better address. I've always used TeacherCast as my professional learning and then hoped other people get something out of it, too. So mm -hmm. I know for me, I, I'm trying to figure out how to how to you know, start the year off right by, by having you guys on, by having other, Thank you. Uh, you know, folks on. And so that way I can better prepare myself. I'm, I'm not ready to go back to school. I, of course I said this only, you know, last week was graduation, but yeah, there's just so much stuff for teachers and schools and school districts to think about. And Oh, by the way, we need to stand six feet apart. Yeah. It's brutal. And there's another side to this, if I may, and, and just to get into the pandemic side, this is actually an equity issue. If you go to a very wealthy school district, I'm just going to use in a suburb, mm -hmm. okay, you're going to find that all the bathrooms work and all the sinks work, okay? But if you go to a school in a major city, okay, a big urban, so let's take Detroit, let's take uh, Cleveland, let's take uh, Philadelphia, okay? You go in there, go take Boston near to where I live, all right? The, the, maybe four sinks out of five are broken. Okay, not all the toilets are flushing. The water fountains don't work. We're in an age that has to be, we're talking about six feet apart. Okay, what do we do about that? And that is an equity situation. We have to guarantee that schools are safe for everyone, every child. A poor rural district would be in the same boat. Okay, how are we going to do that? That's on their mind, too. And it's something we, the education side, so to speak, of, 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 of our world, you know, the t classroom teachers, that's not their world, okay? Their world is tough enough, but the superintendents, they have to worry about sanitation too. This is a real important time in education and how we're going to pull out of this, I'm really not sure, but I do know one thing, everybody's trying. I Everybody know that. Everybody certainly is trying. It's It's been the conversation every single week on our tech coach roundtables that happen every single Wednesday night at 830. I mean, if anybody's interested in joining in and helping share some of that light, we as tech coaches are looking at this going, how do you do it? How do you yeah. train teachers for it's not even cliche to say the unknown. It's it's the known. We know this is going to be difficult. We know this is going to be different. We might be teaching a virtual and a physical class at the same time. With That's right. Wow. <laughs> right. Well, wow was right. Wow. Thank you. Right? Wow. Okay. Um, you know, I, there, there's a lot of people in this world I wouldn't want to be. The transportation department is right up there. Thank um, you. Another one. Yeah. I would not. I, I can't imagine. Right. How do you handle all of these different situations here? If anybody out there has thoughts, if anybody out there has opinions, if anybody out there has any advice for this, Larry, where can we go to learn how to how to connect with you and get uh, included in, in some of the great work that you guys are doing? Well, you guys can go over to ace-ed.org. That's where the consortium lives. That's where our magazine lives. And there are, thanks to my friend Maya, there are, there are uh, icons all over the place for you to join. Again, it is free. 
and we are always looking for your views, your articles, etc. We will get them out there. Okay, our social media is the access and the number two access to equity ed. Okay, and that's on Twitter, and then on Education Talk Radio, we do put the podcasts over on ace-ed.org, but not all the podcasts, and that's at education-talkradio.org. We'll make sure we have all the links and stuff over in our show notes. Teacher Cast podcast episode number two hundred and seventeen. You know. Larry, Maya, I want to piggyback on a topic that we hit in our last episode, which is what is the future here? We can sit here all day and we can talk about the past, and I'd love to continue talking about the present, but the problem is the future is coming, right? We do have 10 weeks, 15 weeks, whatever it happens to be for all of our teachers here getting ready for this. And again, I'm, I'm going to go back to Larry and say, like, you know, with everybody that you're speaking to, because I know you talk to superintendents all yeah. the time. Yeah. What what is everybody seeing as the future? What what do you see next year? Where do you where do where do the experts that you talk to? Where do they see them? I, keeping in mind, the answer is I don't know either. No, nobody knows. But I'll tell you what I do see, Jeff. Coming. Yeah, I'll tell you what I do see. I, I, I they have a real hope for the future. And I I will say that nobody is giving up, okay? The ship is not sinking, okay? But the ship is going to need some urgent repairs to make it across on its its voyage. And that's, it just has to be done. They will do it, okay? But right now they're in an unexpected time crunch, but no one's giving up, okay? And they're all looking to a bright future where, it reflects the times we live in, i.e. the social justice, the social protesting, which has to be, okay, for every race and every every gender and every need, you can just put any category you want in there. But they see this, and every one of them are trying. They really are. I, just, I was just talking to the two superintendents on the Education Talk Radio a few minutes ago, and um, before we started this podcast, and, you know, we were talking, they have, an, in, in Reading, Pennsylvania, they have an equity uh, a piece in their mission statement. And then uh, uh, Khalid, their superintendent, said, well, we're one of the few districts in Pennsylvania that has that. And think about that in this day and age. And Pennsylvania, can be where I grew up, can be, a, pencil, can be a, a very rural state. Okay? But those kids in those very rural areas are no longer disconnected from the world. They, they watch TV, they listen to podcasts, they do whatever. They will go out into the world. They have to be prepared to live in a very diverse world. Same with the kids of color, okay, or whatever, they, or the urban kids or the rural kids or the suburban kids, okay? And I think this all the schools are looking to, to move forward in the right direction. They have to because, again, the world is the way it is these days. You know, This is a the- major change. One of the things that I'm noticing over the last 14 weeks when it comes to things like equity, making sure that everybody has as best as possible the same education to the best of our abilities, there's a lot of great technology that's been coming out that is enabling a teacher to be able to to sweep a broad landscape of educational possibilities. Give you an example. It was just a couple of days ago I noticed that there's a brand new update to Microsoft PowerPoint that in present mode – when you're speaking, it'll automatically translate yeah. in real time to about 30 different languages. That's and I'm right. They're going, wow. Yes. Like, wow. Yes. First of all, yeah. wow. But second of all, yes, this is the technology that we need. I'm sure this is going to happen, but 
I hope Microsoft makes that API available to more companies. So that way I can sit and talk to people and then, you know, virtually, digitally, everybody in my class, no matter where they come from and what language they're native to, they have access to use this technology and, and, and you know, to, again, to the best of my ability, get a good education. Absolutely. I, it is out there. I'll tell you actually a funny story about Microsoft when I was talking to them maybe a few months ago now. Uh, one, of, one of the persons, I can't remember who it was I was talking to, he said he went out to schools and he says, or oh, something, the translator yeah. is available to everybody. Okay. Oh, he said the translator's on there, et cetera. And a number of teachers raised their hand. Okay. He said, how do we get that? And his answer was, you all already have it. You already okay. have it. You just don't know it's there. It, 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 it's all there. Okay. And this is the way the world is working. We've got to make sure people know they have it. And I think that's part of the mission here, right? Yeah, guys like you, is. guys like me, you know, people who have microphones and blogs and videos and let people know not only about the latest and greatest, but how to use this for every person. How do yeah. you use it physically? How do you use it digitally? I know that's one of the missions that we're going to be taking over here on TeacherCast is here's a piece of technology, physical, virtual, whatever. How do I use this to reach as many schools and school districts and people and students as possible? So that way, again, by the time school rolls around, anybody who watches TeacherCast is prepared <laughs> Excuse and me. a little bit more you know, better off than, than when they didn't listen to it. Yeah. I hope they do listen to TeacherCast because obviously from this show, I can tell you do a good job, kiddo. Thank you. You're Maya, welcome. tell me a little bit about what you're looking forward to on the future. Obviously, you're, you're working on the magazine. You're stuck with – I mean, you're working with Larry here. <laughs> That's enough work for anybody, believe me. That is a burden only very few, very few people can handle. <laughs> what, what, what are you seeing down where you are in Florida, and, and, and what do you hope this next school year looks like? Next school year, I, I hope that um, it doesn't have to be too much too online because so many, I mean, there are districts where 40, 50% of the kids can't do online learning. And here I'm seeing it's a lot. Um, broadband access is a problem like everyone has internet or most people do but there's not enough for five people in the house to be working online at once so i'm hoping that in the next year some things are passed that kind of open up um, high-speed internet for more people and that's i think that's like a problem that everyone knows exists but no one has answers to it <laughs> so i i'm looking for some answers to that and some articles about it and you know larry maya brings up a good point you know obviously you know what do we got 15 16 weeks ago when we decided to to break camp and 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 do distance learning you know every school district was reaching out to their cellular carriers going what do you got how do you how many hot spots do you have how many things yeah. you know we're gonna be seeing a, 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 a boom I think in this technology, making it smaller, cheaper, faster, more available. Maybe that means a few more cell towers are popping up in our neighborhoods. I don't know, but obviously the idea that, you know, it's not just teachers and students, everybody is moving into that. Can you work from home mentality? Right. Uh, this technology is obviously going to be something that they're going to be budgeting for globally. And what can we do with it? I mean, I I'm excited to see it. I hope that as that technology progresses, we also are working on how do we get devices into those who, who need it? How do we get the, the translation materials into where they need it? And how do we get, you know, I don't know. There's, there's just yeah. a lot of stuff here, Larry. You summed it up. I don't know. Nobody knows. Okay. It's, it's that simple. And it's, it's frustrating. 
to think about. And it's also frustrating to think everything we're saying and anybody in education would say the same things. But there's going to be another challenge. And that is a lot of people have lost their jobs. All right. Believe me, the tax base and and schools are already bracing themselves for this. There's going to be less dollars available. Mm -hmm. We have to do more with less dollars without sacrificing the education of the kids. Think about that. Yes. Uh, The challenge, the challenge of that right now, I mean, you know, more school buses every other day. Who's going to take care of kids if they're at home? Okay. do we have the room? Do we have to clean up every bathroom in every school? Do we have to change the air ventilation at every school that was built before five years ago? I mean, and all of this with more than likely less dollars than we had before. But I'll say it again, even with that, people are optimistic. We will get through this. We will get through this. But what Maya said is accurate. What we discovered when we all closed those schools, when we thought everybody had access and we're finding out. 50%, 60%, 80%, 50%, 60%, 80 whatever it is, do not. Okay? And there's another challenge. Some teachers in rural districts don't have access. How are they supposed to teach? It's it's a You know this, Jeff. It's a brutal time. Brutal. It's certainly a topic that we'd like to share more often here on the show. I'm glad that you guys had a chance to stop by. I certainly would recommend everybody check out educational talk. Edu- ed- I'm going to say this wrong. I'll say it for you, Education Talk Radio, which is education-talkradio.org, okay? Or And can I say the other one, or would you like to do that one, Jeff? I should do Go the other it. one? I'll do this one. Ace-Ed.org, which is, the uh, again, an acronym, American Consortium for Equity in Education, Ace-Ed.org. We do want teacher voice. We want educator voice, more so the teacher voice, educator voice, superintendents down over through the wonderful, the incredible professionals that are just working so hard right now. They're so glad it's summer. I know they're relieved. God bless them. And of course, we're going to have all the links over in our show notes at Teacher Cast Podcast, episode number 217. Guys, I would love to have you on the show. I would love to have your voice be heard on the show. I would love to continue to make Teacher Cast your home for professional development and also your voice for what's going on out there, both in your districts, in your classroom, and nationwide. If you have a topic you'd like to bring on the show, please reach out to us and you can find me over on Twitter at TeacherCast or leave me a voice message at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. I would love to talk to you guys love to have you reach out tell me a little bit about what's been going on in your classrooms over the last 15 weeks and if something recently is bothering you would love to have you guys come on and talk about that here too this is the teacher cast podcast larry maya thank you so much for coming on the show today thank you so much jeff and I want to say one more time, thank you guys for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. Don't forget, every single Monday, we drop Ask the Tech Coach over at askthetechcoach.com, your home for technology integration specialists. And, of course, we are going to be relaunching all of this stuff on branding, marketing, web design, social media, you name it. Head on over to buildyouredubrand.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the brand-new Jeff Bradbury Show, where you guys can learn to build your EDU brand. Well, on behalf of Maya, Larry, and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.